Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2023. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. We have a powerful show today. My guest is Tim Sheets. He's going to be sharing some prophetic revelations. He's had dreams, encounters, um, a recent prophetic word. It's going to be awesome. But before I bring on Tim, there's a couple quick announcements. A new episode of American Warriors is live right now on YouTube. You're going to want to check it out. Um, It's all about Daniel Lebowski. In 1999, he joined the Louisiana National Guard, and he had thoughts of his military service being one weekend a month and two weeks a year, and maybe some occasional hurricane disaster relief. He didn't know that just two years after he joined on 9-11, the course of his life would take a very different turn than he ever imagined. Enjoy the preview. I think a lot of soldiers join the military in thoughts of being a soldier, but I don't think many soldiers join thinking about what happens if something like 9-11 occurs. It's such a hectic time for everybody. You're saddened for the loss of life of your fellow civilians, but you're also very aware that, that this was an act of war. I've ordered that the full resources of the federal government conduct a full-scale investigation to hunt down oh my God, there it goes. and to find those folks who committed this act. When I joined the Louisiana National Guard, I never thought that this is something that would happen. I knew that they were famous for when there was a hurricane or a stateside issue uh, stepping in. I never at once thought that being a member of the National Guard, I would be sent over uh, to Afghanistan in a combat situation. Wow. Thank you, Daniel, so much for your service and for laying your life down um, to help America and to help others and your selfless acts. Um, We just want to thank you and salute you for your service. In case you guys have not yet checked out American Warriors, it's an incredible documentary series. You can find it on YouTube under American Warriors. Also, they're on Rumble. And please go give them a big thumbs up. Uh, Make sure you leave a comment, uh, even your prayers for these men and women who've served. I I know it really impacts their life. So thanks for checking that out. Thanks for watching. Warren, by the way, is Steve's brother. Steve and Warren work on that show together, and they do an incredible job, I always say to them, your show needs to be on Netflix. The quality of the documentary is, I mean, it's like a movie. It's incredible. So make sure you go and check them out. Uh, Before we bring on Tim, we have one more announcement. We want to thank you guys for partnering with us as we dig wells all over Uganda. You know, Steve's heart is that people would have access to clean water. And because you guys have come alongside that vision and partnered with Elijah Streams, that's a reality now for people um, all over Uganda. And so enjoy this quick video sharing a testimony of just the difference between dirty, clean water and how their lives are being changed by your generous donations. Clean drinking water, something most of us don't think twice about, but many people in Uganda don't have that luxury. You are helping to change that. Your generous giving to Elijah Streams has translated into clean water for thousands. 
But it's more than just numbers. It's about people. For instance, Joseph. Joseph and children like him walk for miles for water. Some can walk up to two to three hours a day. The problem? The water they work so hard to collect comes from dirty ponds, swamps, and rivers. It's contaminated and dirty. But when there aren't any other options, what choice do you have? See this pond? Joseph, who doesn't know how to swim, fell in. It was early morning and dark. Thankfully, his brother was with him collecting water that day and saved his life. You've given him and his family a new water well that's close by. There are so many more stories like Joseph, like Joy, Jacob, Safina, Teddy, and Matthew. You are helping to solve a huge crisis. Water changes lives. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to more families in Uganda. Would you join us? Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Thank you so much for your continued support. And if you feel led to donate, please uh, click the link below in the description or in the comments. You can also go online to ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail in your checks. And we all want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for partnering with us in uh, this vision that Steve has. It's, it's coming to pass because all of you guys. So thank you so much. All right. My guest today is Tim Sheets. And I'm so, so excited because looking through his notes, there's many different encounters, dreams, visions, but it's just the title. I'm like, I can't wait to hear all of this. So without any further ado, let's bring on Tim Sheets. He's a pastor. Um, he is a author of multiple books and his heart is to see reformation and awakening in America. Let's welcome Tim Sheets. Hey, Tim, welcome hey. to the show. It's an honor to have you back with us. Well, it's great to be with you, Kelsey. I appreciate the opportunity to share and uh, always enjoy my time with Steve or with whoever's interviewing and looking forward to our time today. I believe Holy Spirit has ordained some things for this moment. And uh, we are living in very, very strategic times, but also exciting times, challenging times, but good times. And yes. God is God is really moving in very strategic ways right now. And we need to keep our eyes on that instead of uh, the dark things that are happening, maybe in government or wherever. God keep our eyes on what God's doing. And yes. uh, that's where we'll that's where we'll we'll stick today and see what <laughs> the Lord has to say to us. But it's good to be here. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm glad you're with us because you know, I think, like you said, we can get our minds so focused on things in the natural and just news stories we hear. You know, we all open our phones and there's the news, you know, turn on our TV, there's the news. But when we hear real encounters where people are hearing from God, experiencing his heart of what he wants to do, it gives us this supernatural um, boost of joy, boost of energy. And I know you recently received um, a prophetic word 
about um, three months leading to a reset. So I think we should start with your prophetic word and then we can move into, you have so, so many revelations from God. So I just want you to share them all, <laughs> but we'll, we'll start with that prophetic word. Well, we live in such a strategic time. At, um, we, we live at a, right now in a tipping point moment in history. And it is uh, a time when the church, the ecclesia, that's what Jesus called the, the church. He named it an ecclesia, a ruling and reigning body. Uh, we rule and reign in spirit realms. And through that influence, uh, we influence natural realms. We can even influence what takes place in natural government from a spiritual dimension. And uh, we live in a time when the church must, must rise up for a, a time like this. Hinge moments, tipping point moments uh, throughout history have been decided by who defines that moment. Mm -hmm. And so we're in a, a time right now when God is calling forth his church to define a moment. It is a moment that um, because of uh, wrong ideologies, because of things happening in government or through government or through culture, uh, through uh, arts and entertainment, the seven mountains, it has taken America down a wrong path and much of the world down a wrong path. And it is a path that is led away from uh, the purpose uh, of our nation. And it's led us to times where even our liberties in some ways are, are challenged. And especially um, we see an attack on our kids, uh, the children. Um, and you, you see it in our schools and uh, it's, it's difficult. And of course the, the agenda that is trying to challenge even their gender, it, it's, it's such a confusing time. And it is time when the church must give answers in love, but truth, no compromise. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that is the time that we are in. I feel like our voice must amplify now in ways that declare that truth. Mm. And I, I, I feel like that is a part of what this prophetic word was, was about. Holy Spirit began to talk to me about the next three months and uh, how it would end. Yeah, of course, that, that would be June, July, and August. Mm -hmm. And how that, that would lead us towards a reset in this nation that would come through great shaking. Some kind of great shaking is going to, to occur in the natural realms. We, of course, we are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Hebrews 12 tells us that. But the shaking is going to be strong, but it's going to be necessary to lead us to a reset. Mm -hmm. And so I, I heard this from the Holy Spirit. I'll give it to you. And then we kind of break it down a little bit as I go and, and share what I feel like is, is now happening. Because to me, uh, these kinds of interviews are, are important because of the present word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. What is he saying? What are you saying right now, Kelsey? Because if we, if we can't understand that, 
then how do we know how to pray? Where mm -hmm. is our faith going to be targeted? What is our action going to be? You know, what, what do we do? What, how can you develop any kind of strategy? And I know uh, your audience, um, particularly, they're prayer warriors. They're, they're prophetic people. They're looking for that. And uh, so as an apostle of the Lord, sometimes I feel like that is part of my assignment. Let's, mm -hmm. let's paint this target so that we can move into some things. But I heard him say these words, this was about three weeks ago now. So this is about as fresh as I'm going to, to get uh, as far as a prophetic word. Holy Spirit said, I will now deal with the oppressors of my people. I will move swiftly and with jealous aggression with my first responders. Now that mm -hmm. came to me as pioneers. Um, and I believe that we are now... Uh, to begin to pioneer some new things in the culture, pioneer mm -hmm. some new ways to get things done. Uh, mm -hmm. Pioneers are those that are willing to go first into a territory and establish a trail, establish a path. And, uh, uh, and I feel like that's a part of the intercessors and prophetic people's calling. We go first. We yeah. go in and we clear the land and we say, this is the way. Here's what God is saying. Yeah. And uh, we need those first responders responding to a great need now in our culture. It is dark. There are people wounded. It is, it's not a good time. And we need yeah. first responders to go in and begin to bind those wound up, wounds up and take care of things and open up new trails. But he said, I'm going to move swiftly with my first responders. For I've heard their cries and will break the hold of the taskmaster's rule. Mm. Of course, that's a reference back to the Exodus, mm -hmm. uh, Egypt. Though they bowed their necks in stubborn resist resistance, I will lead them with nose rings to their place of destruction, uh, like oxen to the slaughter. I will pull them to stalls of disgrace. So the taskmasters of the people of God are going to enter into a place of disgrace that is the Holy Spirit will pull, pull them into. Uh, again, we're talking about these things that are going to happen now in these next three months. I'll pull them to places of dis disgrace. The commanding influence of the oppressor's curse will break from the hearts of my people and the disheartening crack of the taskmaster's whip will no long be, longer be heard by my sons and daughters for they will not carry the burden of their oppressors. Amen. Some kind of liberty is coming. They will not toil for their enemy's gain. They will not work as slaves of cultural brutality. Mm. They will not glean empty fields because they worship me. Mm. In other words, because of our worship, we're not going to glean in barrenness. We're going to get the whole field. No, they will own the fields where they have gleaned. The breaking sound heard by my triumphant remnant will be the cracking sound of their oppressor's authority shattering. 
Mm. So some kind of a oppressive authority is about to be shattered here in these next three months. The words of their Pharaoh will be chaff in as chaff in the winds, as my angels scatter their defiance, enforcing the decrees of my ecclesia. Michael and his chariots of fire have received their orders. Mm-hmm. This was very strategic Marvel. and yeah, for this time in these three months, Michael and his chariots of fire, that would be his division of angels. They're the special forces units of the kingdom of God. That's in um, one of my books on angels, uh, have received their orders. Gabriel has communicated strategies through the angel armies. There are multiple divisions of angel armies uh, that have now been sent by Holy Spirit. Breakthrough angels are now activated And Pharaoh will not have the final word. I will have the final word. Now, breakthrough angels are angels that I first saw about three years ago. Uh, I began, Mm -hmm. I was on a a, a, a teaching time throughout Canada. One of the prophets had given me, Chuck Pierce had given me a word to, to go and teach angels or release angels through the provinces of Canada. And I didn't know how to do that, but one of the intercessors heard it and they set it up. Anyway, the first time I saw these breakthrough angels, Kelsey, it was in Vancouver. And they they were carrying these huge mallets, like you would mm-hmm. see if you've ever been to like a state fair. Uh-huh. And you see when they strike that, and send the bell up and you know you hit it with the mallet yeah they were striking they were striking the ground and when they hit the ground they would they would shout break up hit it again break out and break through and they just kept doing that break up break out break through wow and uh, i began to see this all across canada when i would be at a different place there would these breaker angels would be there when I came back here to Middletown, Ohio, and here at our, our place, first service, I saw these breaker angels break up, break out, and break through. Wow. And here, the word of the Lord was, I have now, breakthrough angels are now activated, and Pharaoh will not have the final word. Now, Pharaoh, of course, was the leader of the government at, at during the Exodus. Mm-hmm. So... These breakthrough angels in these three months somehow are breaking things up mm. in an oppressive of oppressive government. They're they're breaking us out and they're going to break us through. So yeah. something strategic is being led forth right now. And he said that Michael and his chariots of fire have received their orders, and Gabriel has communicated them now. Those are two seraphims. Um, Yes, they are archangels, but they are of Mm -hmm. the seraph order, which is the most powerful angel that there is, in my opinion. I I don't see any that are more powerful than they are. They are very powerful angels. Uh, And uh, both Michael and Gabriel 
as seraphs have throne room ministry because that's mm. what seraphs do. They get their orders from the throne room. They minister in the throne room. They protect the throne of God. They shout, holy uh, is the Lord so loud that the, the pillars shake in the, uh, in the throne room. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. They are very strong, very powerful, and they carry the authority of one of the members of the Godhead, Father, Son, or Holy Spirit. And, uh, of course, they have been given the striking power of the Godhead, power to strike things. And you see that the first time when government was challenged in heaven, um, Lucifer challenged the government of God, going to take over. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to me that when Lucifer did that and he led a third of the angels to in a coup to take over heaven. Mm-hmm. When that happened, Lucifer, who is a, a he's a fallen seraph, I'm a fallen uh, seraph. But when that happened and the government of God was challenged, it's interesting to me that God didn't take care of that or the Holy Spirit didn't or Jesus didn't uh, personally take care of it. Mm-hmm. He, he said to Michael, take care of this. Michael, a seraph. And what did Michael do? He struck like lightning. And Lucifer and the fallen angels fell out of heaven like lightning. They have yeah. power to strike. That's what mm-hmm. you see in Ezekiel where the in the first couple of chapters where the angels were striking like lightning. Mm-hmm. Well, that that is the seraphs. And they strike like lightning enforcing the government decrees of God or the government decrees of God's church that he has given his authority to. So somehow right now there is a striking that the seraphims are involved in and they're striking the oppressive government to take, take it out. Then it says this, Holy Spirit says this, This was an extensive word that just you got to kind of unpack it a little bit as you go. But he said, Ecclesias, contend in faith as I harden the hearts of your enemies for devastating defeat. Remember, that's what happened in the Exodus. Yeah, their heart was hardened. So in these next three months. The oppressive government, I don't know who all, but God does. Mm-hmm. But he's hardening their heart. And they're going to get harder and harder against the things of God. They're going to set themselves against it. And the reason is because they're going to be brought, as in the Exodus, to devastating defeat. So we're going to mm-hmm. see people harden their heart these next three months, yes. Yeah. But it's setting them up for defeat. Set your heart on what I say, set your minds with faith, expecting to live in promised places, move forward towards the new times and seasons I have prepared for you, move forward into reformation I have planned for decades, move forward into positions of authority 
I have ordained for you. Move forward into harvest. I have ripened for you. Move forward against giant strongholds that I am uprooting, tearing down, for I am planting new just as my prophets have said. And I know that many prophets have been on with you guys and have declared this as well. Move forward, pioneers, through dark wilderness and blaze the way for families to follow. Move forward, pioneers, and be pathfinders to milk and honey. Open trails to new levels of glory. Respond with me and reset history. For know, says the Lord, the next three months, June, July, and August, will be months of great anointing to grow reformation rapidly. No, the next three months... The seeds of faith planted by my people with their decrees of faith will accelerate to fullness, producing the fruit of the seed sown, uh, and my people will enter into new times. For, says the Lord, I am resetting lives. I am resetting the personal history of my people. Mm -hmm. I am resetting the history of my ecclesia, I am resetting the national history and I will reset the history of America. My world changers are now being called to mobilize. My promises will grow to fullness, embrace them and and move into the reset I have planned. So that was the prophetic word. And that's... Something is happening that is Holy Spirit led that mm-hmm. is answering prayers that we have had for, well, decades. Yeah. And I think the cry has really gone up from our hearts these last couple of years, like, God, you've got to come through. Yes. So this reset is coming and it's going to come through a great, um, a great shaking because I, I've heard from three other prophets concerning mm-hmm. September. Okay. Of course, June, July, and August, we lead into September, obviously. And, yeah. uh, but they, they, G, Gina Golston's dream was about uh, September, how we had to paint the borders and, and we had to get things uh, in, in, in proper alignment for September. Other prophets are circling September and a great shaking that is taking place in September. And uh, this great shaking, I'm not sure what it's going to be. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had any insights on that. I do. I'll give you what I have, but I, I think it's going to be something in government. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be something... I think it's going to personally, uh, and this is a surmising, but it's it's a, a guess, a guesstimate based on a vision I had at least. But uh, I think it's going to be some kind of constitutional crisis mm. uh, wow. that good. involves the the presidency. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it may involve uh, some corruption things that are about to be taken care of. Because mm-hmm. specifically the 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 merger or the uh, 
the prophetic word about what's happening right now was was about a breakup of that government oppression and right. so that would be that would be uh what i what i think now this is a vision that i had and i was thinking about this knowing about this interview today because if you go here you know it's amazing with prophetic words and dreams and visions how if you go back over it there's another little piece here then there's a piece here there's a piece yes. here and then somebody i don't even know gives a prophetic word and there's a piece there and you yes. keep going back over but i've been praying about a a a vision the lord gave me four years ago and mm. it, it didn't make sense until this prophetic word of reset mm. And the great shaking that some kind of shaking is going to take place mm -hmm. that will lead us to a reset in our natural lives. If some churches are going to be in a reset, mm -hmm. people's personal lives are going to be reset. I'm talking about for good, but a reset in history, that's major. Uh, a reset in our nation that, um, and of course, in in um, some of the, the prophetic words my, my brother is talking about right now is command the forward, uh, which is the original statements made by our founding fathers. Command them again, because we got to reset to the mm -hmm. roots, the covenant roots of our nation. But um, I will, I'll give you a vision that I had I, and we can kind of maybe pray into it a little bit, uh, a little later. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if there's other questions on that, I, I'll take them. I don't, you know, sometimes I get on here and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm on Sunday morning, I'm preaching. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> no, I want you, you know. to lead into the vision. Cause if the vision goes with the prophetic word, cause I, I want to see what the Lord's shown you as far as you said, maybe I've seen a little bit of a shaking. So I'm curious to see what, what he, sh he showed you four years ago. I was, it, it was, uh, March three. 2019 and i was caught up in the spirit realm i don't know how to describe that it, it you're you're there but you're you're in another arena you're caught mm -hmm. up in the spirit and you see things that are not you see things in the spirit and yeah. uh you you know and uh, so i begin to see in the spirit realm portions of the white house mm -hmm falling and crumbling like you would see in an earthquake. If you ever see earthquake footage, you know, the shaking, you'll see pieces yep. of a building falling. Yes. I saw pieces of, of uh, the white house falling, not the whole white house, but mm -hmm. pieces of it. Mm -hmm. I also saw pieces of the, uh, the Capitol building where the house of representatives and Congress is. There were pieces of that. And they were also doing the same thing. Pieces of it were falling mm -hmm. as though I was watching a major earthquake or shaking. Mm -hmm. I also saw uh, portions of the, um, of the Supreme court. I, I saw portions of big tech. Some of that was being shaken oh. portions of the media. Now this was four years ago before some of the media was going out of business and being sold and all these things. But I saw mm -hmm. that beginning to happen. 
Mm. I also saw a great shaking in universities, colleges that was about to take place. And uh, this is interesting because I also saw this in in um, in other capitals of, of the world. Canada, mm-hmm. I saw great shaking in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And then in this vision, after I see this great shaking, I see national funerals taking place, like mm-hmm. a state funeral in, in these nations and in our country. And at our Capitol building, I saw long lines of funeral hearse. I mean, as far as you can see, black hearse. And they were lined up as though it was a national funeral of some of some kind. And I knew that nationally, life was being taken out of something. I didn't know if it was a person or if it's an ideology. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was, I could see this. And then I heard Holy Spirit say these words to me and a download, a, a prophetic download was given to me. Mm-hmm. But he, I heard him say, as clear as I've ever heard him, the shaking has begun. Not that it's finished, but it has begun. God. This again is four years ago. Now I'm hearing the prophet say a major shake. Shaking is happening in Septemberish, and and it's going to lead to 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 reset. But I heard him say, "A shaking has begun, and the ecclesia must rise and answer the occasion." Mm. And then these prophetic words came down. I wrote as fast as I could. <laughs> um, <laughs> rise with great hope and display a heart that is not shaken for mm-hmm. i will perform my word with zealous passion do not look at the shaking look at me and you will see the passion of the lord of hosts and you will see the strong arm of the lord you will experience the aggression of heaven's warriors moving in unrelenting purpose on your behalf that would be the seraphim that would be the breakthrough angels again that would be angels of government Mm -hmm. you will experience the presence of my glory that advances my mightiness to protect save and strengthen for i declare my people will now rise in my mightiness and my strength My power will be seen in the midst of my people. My passion will now infuse my remnant with a passion for my cause. Mm. For I am now calling forth passionate warriors. Mm. And again, I know that your audience, they are passionate warriors. But there's a calling coming. There's... Everywhere I go, I feel like the, the the remnant. They're hearing, God's calling me into something. I'm calling me into a battle. Calling me into another level. Calling me into my assignment. Calling me into destiny. Mm-hmm. I know people mm-hmm. like yourself and 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 me. I, I I feel like I'm being called to a different time of my my destiny, my purpose. I'm here for now, and I know I am. And yeah. uh, I know people like you. You you are here for now. God could have had you anytime. He had you here for now for a reason. He had everyone watching 
for a reason. Yes. Why are you here? And he, he, there's a passion that's starting to rise up in us to, to stand for a cause and to be whoever we are and uh, be it with passion. I am calling my passionate warriors mm. and they will stand. They will not be shaken. They will display a hope that doesn't shake. So while we are moving into a time of shaking, the remnant, um, the passionate warriors, we're not going to get shook. We are a part of a kingdom that can't be shaken. We know that. And we're going to display that. A confidence that does not shake will be seen. A faith that does not shake. Passionate warriors of valor are mustering to their battle stations. And that could be uh, whatever in whatever area you are called in. Some are intercessors. Uh, yeah. You know, some are involved in one of the seven mountains of the culture, whatever it is. But they are mustering as people of valor to make a stand. For they have heard my call and are rising in the darkness to bear down and push against hell until hell quakes, shakes mm -hmm. under my power. It is the seasons for it is the season. And that's what I believe is going to happen here in September for demons to tremble, not my heirs. It is a season when hell strongholds are shaken down, not my church. Arise and shine in my glory. Stand strong in the perilous time. Arise and challenge with my authority the abominations of the forever loser. Now that's who Holy Spirit has called Lucifer to me for five years. He doesn't refer to him as Lucifer or Beelzebub. He always calls him to me. He always calls him the forever loser. And it's a good name for him. That is a good name. <laughs> Arise and with my mindiness reinforcing you, destroy defilement in your region and i believe that's going to happen through the ecclesia hubs that he's been developing strongholds of new testament churches all over they're going to start destroying yeah. defilement hear my word to you hear my prophetic words listen to the message i've sent in resounding waves and through shaking after shaking after shaking hear the prophetic assignments i've given that are now intersecting their moment prophetic words that yeah. you your your ministries has given thousands of them they are intersecting their moment of activation you know wow. arise with me to reign for i am rising in this world as never before i will not be an indifferent bystander i will arise i will thunder against iniquitous roots that mock me I will rise against sin and its destruction. I will rise against idolatry. I will rise against governments that disdain my words. Mm. I will not close my eyes. I look, I see, I know, and I will judge in fairness. I will not stand down. I will not relent. I will not be mocked, and I will not be stopped. So some kind of shaking is happening, and I believe that it has to do with government, 
but also uh, big tech, uh, media, because in, in many of those, we see an oppression uh, that has come through, through them, through their, their actions, their words, yeah. uh, in some cases through their lies. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. So I think mm-hmm. this, this re- resetting that I see coming is going to come through a great shaking that occurs. And the body of Christ, mi- millions, perhaps millions, at least hundreds of thousands of us are going to move into times of our destiny and purpose and help reset this nation, a great reset. So don't look at, at the shaking. I, I think this, this is going to be a very severe shaking. And if we're not careful, uh, the tendency is that when that happens, the first thing we do is what in the world is going on? Well, God has told us, don't yeah. get shook. I'm leading you to a reset. It's going to be a reset that resets the history of this nation. It's going to help reset churches. It's going to help reset the individual lives of individuals to be who they really are. Hmm. Because at some point, the destiny and purpose of who we really are needs to engage right now. So that God's reset can take place because he partners with us. He partners with people. So that, that is what I'm seeing right now. Um, And that is the reset that I am seeing. So now we're praying for strategies. God give us strategies to get us through this time and help us uh, be a people that are informed in our prayers, informed in our faith, standing strong, and prepared for the days ahead, prepared to run with you into our destiny, uh, personally and corporately. And um, so it's an awesome time. History's about to change. History's about to change. I feel that. Amen. (laughs) That's really powerful, Tim. And, you know, I think one thing when you shared about the passionate warriors, you know, so many of us now more than ever, the more lies that are told, and especially you talked about the children and in schools and as a parent myself and many parents and grandparents watching, the more lies that are told and shoved down their throats. I mean, there's a, there's a supernatural boldness that comes on you to share the truth of, of God's word. And now the lies are so obvious to those who can see. You know, if, if you're blinded and you can't see, then you you don't see any of this. But when you do see the lies, I mean, something, the Holy Spirit comes on you with a supernatural boldness, especially for God's mm-hmm. word. I mean, I, I feel that really strong now more than I've ever felt where I want to stand strong for God's word. And there is no compromise. It is, this is the way the Lord has it. This is his command. This is his direction. And I'm going to walk in it. And there's nothing that's going to stop me or my family from walking in the light of his truth and not in the lies of the world. And I'm sure many of you right now are going, yes, same (laughs) for me, same for my family. Um, Mm -hmm. I've seen people get more bold with their faith. I think people are sharing their faith more now than ever. And what that initial shaking has done is I think it woke a lot of people up to, wow, I've been 
just going to church on Sunday and living this complacent life. And that's not what God's called me to do. No, no, no. In fact, the early church, they prayed for boldness. Grant that great boldness would be upon us to preach your word and that signs and wonders and miracles would be done by your holy child, Jesus. I mean, they prayed for boldness. They're they're some of the boldest people that we can use as examples, and they're praying for more more boldness. But to confront uh, the adversary, we we have to have that kind of boldness. They don't mind being bold. They get out with their megaphones and they shout their message. Uh, they'll get in your face with that message and mm-hmm. they will, they'll, they'll sing their songs. We're after your children. Well, that's yeah, a challenge. I saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I mean, you, you can't get more evil than that. Right. And so it, there comes a time when you must be bold. You can't be passive. I yeah. think that's the, that's one of the messages that uh, we get from David's life. I mean, for 40 days, they're just standing around. The armies aren't doing anything. But a little kid showed some boldness. Who do you think you are uh, to Goliath? And he challenged him. And with the, the power of God took him down. That's the kind of boldness. We, we have to have boldness when we come to giants. We, don't, we, 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 we cannot be intimidated. We yes. do not have, we haven't been given the spirit of fear, but I, I felt like some of the body of Christ for a while was a little bit in, intimidated. Like, how can we, what can we do? I mm-hmm. mean, the odds are against us in the natural realm. Well, the odds are in our favor in, in the spirit realm because there are more with us, like the prophet Elijah said, uh, than against us. When you consider the partnering of angel armies with us, the odds are in our favor. But, of course, even with with God, if God be for us, the odds are in our favor also. So I think we had to go through a time when we had to reset that in our our own heart Mm -hmm. and uh, ask ourselves some tough questions. Maybe like God asked Jeremiah, is there anything too hard for me? You know, is is America too hard? I mean, has God, through all these prophetic words, stated something he can't back up? I mean, there's these questions lead us to answers. Has God bit off more than he could chew? I mean, it it gets obvious once we take a good look. Is, Is the government or laws or whatever is formed against us, is that too big? For our God to take care of is our is the church built to prevail or lose? Right. You know, one of the prophetic words that I received last year was uh, that God did not send the, the the Son Jesus wasn't sent to Earth, nor the Holy Spirit sent to Earth to lose. They didn't come to lose. They came to build a church the gates of hell couldn't prevail against. Amen. And it's time to take on that prevailing mentality. We're supposed to prevail over e- evil, not be dominated by it. Yes. Well, that, that's aggressive. That's bold. And, mm-hmm. But there, there's a confidence that, that 
that kind of faith provides that we need to walk in. Yeah. Not arrogance, confidence, you know, not taking things for granted, but not taking our God for granted either. Our faith yeah. declares we are confident in the Lord and in the power of might. We're confident that greater is he that is in us than he that is in, in the world. We are confident yes. that all power has been given to us in heaven and earth. We are confident that in the name of Jesus, we bind principalities and powers and we take them down. We bind lying spirits. We're confident that angels support us and they break us uh, break us out and break us through and they break up the powers of darkness we are confident that the mighty ones are on assignment from the throne room to help us we are confident that gabriel didn't die michael didn't die they're still around and they are engaging now with the new testament church just like god said they were going to do we're right. just saying that sparks confident i mean right. My faith gets stirred just going over it. And uh, mm -hmm. so that's the way we've got to think now in this three-month period. Well, we, all, mm -hmm. we always should think that way. But especially now, as we are moving into a time when that must be our mindset. Set our minds, focus our minds, focus our faith right, and say, okay, yeah. God, whatever, whatever you want to do, shake whatever needs to be shaken. Yeah, shake it, shake it yep. down, shake it up, and shake us free. Yeah, shake us free. Yes, Lord. shake us free to move into the promised land, into to, to the promise that you have made for us. So it's a very exciting time if it you is. look at it with a biblical worldview, which yeah. we must do, and we ought to remind ourselves of it. Seemingly in this world, after a few days, you better remind yourself again. We every win, day, yeah. Tim. Every day, you every, every you day. have to just just get up to. every day and do it. Amen. Yeah. That's oh, right. yeah. I mean, if you're not in the Word of God every day, I honestly, I don't, I just don't know how. I mean, I was talking with my mom the other day about how raising kids in this generation, I think, is harder than any other time because there's so much um against us i mean you know lawlessness and evil and darkness deep darkness you know covers the people you know but the the lord sustains us and his glory comes in and through the holy spirit and it, it is an incredible time and when you look to him and you stay in his word you have faith you know even the faith of the size of a mustard seed jesus said and that's what he's wow. given us and um speaking of angel armies I know 15 years ago you had um, an experience and encounter with angel armies, but you also received a download from the Holy Spirit. Would you share with us about that? Uh, uh, yes. I, I went out to a lake to pray close to my house. And I, went, I was out there many nights over a six-month period of time, uh, probably 50, maybe more nights. I don't know. It was a difficult time in my life, and I, I just needed direction, and I was I would go out and I would spend the night in prayer. I won't go into all that story. I tell it in, in uh, one of my books on uh, angel armies. But the Lord, the Holy Spirit began to talk to me about angels. And, I, and they weren't on my radar back then. I mean, I, I believed in angels. But I didn't. I, they help you if you're in trouble. I don't know. You know, they help you maybe get out of a wreck. I, mm -hmm. I, it was limited to what 
to what I needed to know. And now I've written four books and getting ready to write another uh, on angels. And I know the, the 12 um, divisions of angels that have been sent. They're actually right now helping this reset. But Holy Spirit spoke to me one night. And in this, in this one, he spoke out loud. I heard these words out loud. This is about two in the morning. I'm setting out looking over a lake about two in the morning. It's black all around me. And I'm looking out and I hear Holy Spirit say these words to me. I will now come and lead another campaign for King Jesus. It will be similar to Acts chapter two. Only this time I will be bringing far more of the angel armies. I sat by this that lake and I was afraid to move. Mm. I heard those words. And I knew I was being called to begin to understand and study angel armies. I mean, it was too emphatic. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it got hold of me. I didn't say anything. I sat there afraid to move for mm. probably a half hour. I don't know. Wow. And then I began to study angel armies and kept going back to the lake. And uh, over this season of time, maybe six months or so, another night, he began to talk to me about kingdom revivals. And I believe that it's, this is a part of the reset mm -hmm. that is coming. Kingdom revivals, not local church revivals that are typically seen. I had been to Brownsville, a great revival occurred there in Brownsville or Toronto, um, but there were, they were regional local revivals. And he said, kingdom revivals. The, in other words, it wouldn't just be in one place. It would mm -hmm. be worldwide. Wow. Uh, and he said to me, I do not want my people to have to drive a thousand miles to be in revival. In other words, where they're at is gonna be in revival. And uh, I could tell that the enemy, how is the enemy going to stop this? Because you don't just attack one place in revival here. It's everywhere. So somehow in this reset, a worldwide revival is going to begin. And I think what's happened at Asbury and other is a kind of a precursor to what could happen almost overnight. Mm. Uh, but he said a worldwide kingdom revival. Then he talked to me about ecclesia hubs or New Testament churches that would become strongholds in regions uh, that would have the mentality of ruling and reigning with him. And I saw them, uh, I, I saw actually a vision of a old wagon wheel uh, mm -hmm. with the hub in the middle, the spokes going out and how that that stronghold or that hub would mm -hmm. have spokes into the region influencing a region not just a local church but mm -hmm. a region a stronghold mm -hmm. and then he branded one night a phrase that i have spoken hundreds of times since and everywhere i go probably have done it on this show before with steve i don't know but he branded a phrase deep inside of me that describes our future and he said this the greatest days in church history are not in your past they are in your present and in your future i've never mm -hmm. forgotten that 
It's been a hope that I have held on to. And hope is in our future. And then he talked to me about a season when the king, Jesus, would make his stand with his ecclesia. A stand on the earth like has never been made with all the anointings of previous outpourings happening Mm -hmm. at the same time. And he showed me a picture of Pentecost when Jesus sat down on the throne of his father, David. He was coronated as king of kings and Lord of lords. The father poured anointing oil over him. So Pentecost in Acts chapter two is actually when he became king of kings and Lord of lords. He was coronated that day. Uh, And the anointing oil that poured out upon his head there in the throne room actually flowed down and began to run onto the body, which was seated in an upper room in Jerusalem. So for the first time in history, you have the same anointing that is on the king now upon his body. Why? To do the same works that he did. And of course, the picture there is is Psalms 133, where the high priest is anointed. And you pour out the oil and it flowed down over his hair and all parts of his body. And of course, he is he's seated there being anointed. And the largest portion of that anointing ran down into his lap. Until when he stood, the rest of the anointing ran to his feet. Why? Because they were then to walk in that anointing. So the picture of Pentecost was that the anointing uh, comes upon the king, the head seated in the heaven, comes down upon the body of Christ seated in the upper room to do his work. But there will come a time when he makes his stand. And when he stands, all the anointings that have accumulated in his lap will run down to the body to walk in. And that would be all of the anointings he's poured out from Azusa Street, all the mm-hmm. what he did in Acts chapter 2, what he did in all the revivals down through history, a portion of that's in his lap. When wow. he stands, it comes upon the body. That would be us because he's making a stand in another time. I believe it's the reset mm-hmm. where wow. now you're going to see all the anointings of past revivals begin to happen at the same time. He makes his stand. Wow. And then... He talked to me about all the converging streams coming together. And then he talked to me about reformation and reset, which Mm. a reformation, which I'm now seeing as reset. Yeah. So those are things that he talked to me about 15 years ago that I've been praying over, preaching, studying, writing books about. And now I believe they're in their moment. I really do. Something great's about to happen. Amen. 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 And you know, with the anointing, when you talked about the anointing oil too running down, no, didn't, weren't the priests were anointed to be like holy unto the Lord, right? Yeah. So I thought about that when you just said that, you know, becoming holy unto the Lord and pure before God. Do you think, has he ever Mm -hmm. spoken to you about that's kind of, we're going to see, because I think when, Asbury happened, we saw this really pure, like no leader, no main person, just this pure worship of Jesus and just hearts Mm -hmm. wanting to love Jesus and spend time with him and sing to him and minister to him. Has he shown you any, anything like that happening? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's got to be 
a cleansing that takes place. And uh, that's a part of what, what we were seeing at Asbury. And, and, and I, I didn't get to Asbury. I got to the one at Lee University. But you saw such purity mm. in the worship. And yeah. uh, you're starting to see that become emphasized uh, again in the body of Christ especially in the remnant we don't now we, where the remnant is concerned and our intercessors are the the remnant are a key to this because god's working with that remnant but they are pressing in to the presence of the lord our times are are causing that yes darkness mm -hmm. causes us to press in but when you press into the presence of the lord uh, in fact i just spoke about this a bit sunday uh here when you press into the presence of the Lord, his wraparound presence comes. When his wraparound presence comes, there's a, an alignment of who you are with, with the nature he put inside of you, which is his own DNA, really. But that nature is so pure and so holy that wraps around you that it brings an alignment into your own thinking. Yes, I mean, when you okay. get into his praise, if, when you get into the presence of the Lord, you're, I don't know how to, to describe how it happens, but you don't think the same. Yeah. You don't act the same. You don't feel the same. Sin's not, sin's not on, its, on the, uh, the, the same level. The, 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 the temptation's not the same. It's when you get into yeah. that presence, so I feel like that is a part of this revival atmosphere is the presence because there's an atmosphere that comes in revival that oh, yeah. you, you just, you feel it and it brings an alignment like to your thought patterns, to your faith. You could come in discouraged, but now you're not. You could come in yes. in unbelief, but now you're not, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but it's seeking the wraparound presence of the Father. And that generation is teaching, teaching it. Think about that. A fatherless generation is mm -hmm. teaching us about the Father. Why? Because they don't have one. Well, they have a spiritual Father. And He's mm -hmm. also good in the natural areas as well. And they're finding the Father. And they're just pressing into no dad. Yeah. They really are. And they're so innocent about it. It's not like they're deep in their doctrine so much as mm -hmm. they are. And, and, and they'll get there, but it's depressed. They just want to be with the father. And somehow in that, he's straightening up quirks, sin, yeah. whatever. Yeah. He just is, he just is good at it. I, I, it takes the religious thing out of it. Uh, religion is so confining. Uh, I put a good quote I, in a forward that I, I preached on, uh, forward a book that I, I had written. But it's a, a kid that said, I messed up. My dad's going to kill me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, religion says, I messed up. Dad's going to kill me relationship says i messed up i gotta go call dad 
big difference. That's big difference. that's good. Yeah. Dad's not gonna go call dad. Go talk to dad. He's yeah. not gonna kill you. He's gonna take care of things. I messed yeah. up. I gotta go talk to dad. That's so yeah. good, Tim. I've messed up a few times. <laughs> and something about going and talking to dad takes care of things. Yeah. Well, I think in this 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 we just gotta get good at that. Yeah. Getting into the presence of the Lord. And in that wraparound presence, he's going to stir some things. He's going to stir callings. Mm -hmm. uh, even people that have have stepped out of line and not involved in their calling at all, they're going to get realigned. And uh, they're going to become a part of the reset. Prodigals are going to become realigned, and they're going to become a part of this reset. Amen. Famous ones and unfamous ones. It's going to Amen. start happening. So we're... We're only a couple of months away from this. Praise God. I don't, it didn't say it would be done by then, but something's got to happen in an accelerated way. So yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait to, to get involved in more and more of it anyway. I know. That's I'm looking what I'm forward saying. to it. <laughs> all the, the start, even the slightest change. And you see God working. You've, I, we've all seen his hand working in all of our lives through, since we've become born again, you see God's hand in yeah. your life, but this is a big, huge change that God is doing. And as you just talking about the wraparound presence of the Lord before we end, we have maybe, you know, five, 10 minutes left, depending on your schedule, of course, Tim. But as you began to talk about the wraparound presence, I just, I felt like the Lord really wanted to use you to speak to encourage people. And I really felt the Lord on that, wanting to go into ministry through you through when you started okay. talking about that. So would you just begin to pray for, for the people walking, watching however the Holy Spirit leads you? I certainly be glad to. You know, there are many of you that are, you're in a time of reset yourself and it's a good thing. Your church is in that time. And so let Holy Spirit begin to, to minister to you. Father, I, I sense so much your presence even through this streaming into homes, I pray for people that are uh, that are watching or listening to this, and they're saying, "What about me, Lord? I I I need a reset in my life. My family is a mess. I've messed some things up, or I just don't I just don't know what to do, and I need to move into a time of reset personally." I pray for them, Lord, that right now where they are, you would wrap your arms around them and that you would love them and that the atmosphere of who you are would come into that room and let them know that they are loved, that they are special, and that you'll begin to lead them along, even in these next couple of months, in such a way that their life moves into an alignment with you, alignment with destiny. Lord, we know before they were ever born, you, you declared their purpose. Move them into that, I pray. And God, I pray for any uh, hopeless feeling to be lifted from them and that you would breathe fresh hope because you, you, you said, Lord, that uh, you said that you would lead us into this next season with great hope. 
And I pray that in their life, they just be infused right now with hope. Yeah, you got this. Yes, it's not too hard for you. Their family's not too hard. That that prodigal in their family is not too hard. Like Cornelius, Lord, you'll save the whole house. Lord, we 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 believe that. I pray God for even ministries that may be watching this, pastors, teachers, or churches. And maybe they fought the battle for months or possibly even years, but they've stood and they've stood and they've stood and they're still standing, but they need that hope to be infused in them and, and uh, a confident heart to rise that this is their moment. This is their time. Now you will lead them into a reset personally in the congregations and those pastors lives those teachers prophets whoever they may be intercessors that have just fought and fought and fought and the, the battle's been long and tiring but but you infuse them with strength and life and reset them to be history changers once again reset them to speak with boldness into their times so we pray god for encouragement to come. We pray for revelation to come. We pray, Lord, that you would speak to them in the night seasons through dreams, through visions. We, we pray for this word today to encourage their heart and that uh, as they understand a bit more of the times and where we are headed, that that they understand the shaking's not about them. It's going to shake them free and uh, that the the God of all hope is, is engaged with them. And that angel armies are engaging with them. And that Holy Spirit's engaging with them. And that the king is going to stand with them and pour anointing uh, upon them to use them in great ways. And so we declare that over their lives. We declare, Lord, in Jesus' name, let the revelation and the anointing upon this word go forth and bear fruit. May the intercessors engage with this, steward this and declare this word into our times. We declare in Jesus' name, we will arise with you. We will stand with you through this shaking. There will be a reset. The history of our nation will change. America will be saved. We, we, we will reset this nation in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And I have a quick word for someone listening. Um, he's Tim was sharing about God leading us into this time of reset into destinies and things that he's placed in our hearts. And I saw someone who flags and you make flags and your passion is um, flagging in the church, but also leading some type of small group to do it. Um, and God's put that deep within your heart. And I believe this time, this is God just reminding you, hey, I put that in your heart. I want you to do that. I want to see you through that. And so even going into your church and talking to your pastor and saying, hey, I've, God's given me this idea. Do you think I would be able to do that maybe this night where we could meet and flag and just have a flagging group where we flag to worship songs? And I also see connections that the Lord wants to bring into your life through fellowship of like-minded people that enjoy that too. And it's really going to bless you in this time as you step out and follow that desire that the Lord's given you. So Father, I thank you for this special woman, God, that um, you've given her 
um, a heart of worship God, and she expresses it through beautiful dance, and she's artistic God, and just all the things that that you've blessed her with, Lord. And I pray that she follows after your heart, and that she has no fear in stepping out. That God, you're with her. Um, this is your idea, and I just pray uh, your blessing over her and her family's life in Jesus' name. Amen. Tim, Amen. thank you so much for coming on with us today. Um, you shared a lot of amazing things and encouraged our hearts. And we want to say, God bless you. God bless your family. Thank you for standing and speaking truth and um, speaking into so many churches, because I know you do. You encourage so many people. And I know your reward in heaven will be great for all you do and pour out. Mm. And we're just thankful for you. So thanks for joining us. And there's timsheets.org. Okay, I see that under your name, but will you share other places where people can follow you um, and where they can get your books and your resources? Do you have any conferences coming up? All that good stuff. Well, you can get the books, uh, Barnes and Noble, of course, through Amazon and the websites uh, always uh, work. Uh, we have pretty much, yeah, I, I would say go to the website for our special events because we got so many different ones the next one is our hub in august but we have i'm really praying through some things for a major event that it's not on the schedule yet that i'm thinking about possibly september uh we'll, we'll see so keep tuned for that uh but all of our uh, all of our events are on the website and uh uh encourage people to to get involved that way our books are there and uh uh, if you don't have angel armies, I would encourage you to get that. In fact, there are three of them that, and if you yeah, have one for kids, also teenagers, um, um, ninjas with feathers, that will be a good one to introduce to your kids and talks about their destiny and how angels help that. So you go on the website and get all that. All right, Tim. Thanks so much for joining us. We love all of you guys watching. Thanks for being right here with us today. You don't want to miss tomorrow. I'm going to be on with Mike Thompson. We love Mike and CK Thompson. They're amazing. So join us right here tomorrow for Elijah's Dreams. Love you guys. Have an awesome day. Bye. This has been Elijah's Dreams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.